Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. Today is day 976 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective of today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that you also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the cultures of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I dare you not to bore me with the Bible. Do we really have personal guardian angels? What does the Bible have to say? Today's essay will explore my guardian angel. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. These are familiar and fondly remembered words for those of us who make it a holiday tradition watching the classic film, It's a Wonderful Life. The angel, Clarence, helps George Bailey discover the unseen but tremendous significance his mundane life played into the life of others. It's a heartwarming story, full of hope and encouragement. But what about its theology? Are guardian angels like Clarence really biblical? Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 18 verse 10 suggest the answer is yes. And it is, beware that you don't look down on any of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels are always in the presence of my heavenly Father. This passage affirms that children have angels who represent them before God. But where did Matthew get such an idea? Well, in Job chapter 5 verse 1, angels are presented as mediators between God and people. Job's friend Eliphaz challenged him, Cry for help, but will anyone answer you? Which of the angels will help you? In this passage, Eliphaz presumes that the angels would act as mediators between God and Job. This understanding was common in the biblical worldview. The ancient Mesopotamians, for example, believed that humans had personal gods who could appeal for them before the assemblies of the gods. But we no longer need a mediator. Through his death and resurrection, Jesus now intercedes on our behalf before God. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5 tells us, There is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. But the New Testament still describes angels as having an immediate ministry to the believers, as demonstrated in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Therefore, angels are only servants, spirits here to care for people who will inherit salvation. Also in the narrative of Acts 12 shows us a continual connection between angels and people. After an angel frees Peter from prison and execution, Peter goes to the house of his fellow believers, which is described in Acts chapter 12, verses 6 through 10. Those inside don't believe the servant girl's report when he is at the door. They reply in Acts chapter 12, verse 15, You are out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided, It must be his angel. This statement testifies to the early Christian belief that humans had angels who acted as kind of a celestial devil attached to the person for their welfare. The concept of angelic guardianship and activities in our lives is something we have often left to our imagination. Apparently though, Hollywood gets some biblical things right. God's ancients are commissioned to act on our behalf at his direction. 
and that will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue in the New Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, New Testament Misquotes. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live that rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 975 treks or read the Wisdom Journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Truck Podcast and Journal. And as we take this truck of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.